0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Above the Fray podcast. My name is David and I'm here with my lovely wife, Rosie, and we we are back. It has been wow, more than a year since we have done a podcast, but for good reason, and we're going to explain that reason tonight as we talk about the topic we're going to be talking about and explain what happened to us over the past year. But if you are brand new to the Above the Fray podcast, maybe you have been following us on social media on Living Above the Fray, we like to go ahead and start off each each podcast by defining what the fray is and how we define that. And uh, so Rosie's going to do that right now. Okay.
1: So we define the fray as the muck muck and stress that is induced by unfair expectations couple that with unnecessary drama that are imposed by unrealistic demands making us ineffective, ruining our joy, our peace and our happiness. We say the fray has one goal that is the destruction of the life that God intends for us. The family that God desires for us, it adds weight taking away away our ability to live freely and lightly.
0: So Over the last year, we've been dealing with some things that would be kind of fray issues in many ways. So this is a very, very um, kind of momentous day, I guess you could say. We are doing this podcast. We're recording this the day before, um, January 19th, uh, the day before Rosie and I got COVID. Now, we're not here to be freaking out about COVID necessarily because we trust in Jesus. But on January 20th of last year, the Lord gave me some thoughts in the middle of the night. Literally, um, my notes on my phone said it was like 3.35 in the morning is when I started these notes about my observations And things that the Lord was wanting to teach us about dealing with things like COVID, pandemics, tragic events, things that we can learn uh, as a result of this. And it was at that time in the morning because Rosie was in bed really, really struggling with COVID symptoms. So I was up, not able to sleep. Having some symptoms myself, but I was praying for her and just seeking the Lord and just trusting in God. And one of the things to know about me is I am a lifelong asthmatic. I've always had respiratory issues. About six weeks before we got COVID, a dear friend of ours died. He wasn't too old, he died of COVID. And so we had a lot of just thoughts racing through our minds. And here's the deal we were. We were planning at the beginning of last year. It was going to be an epic year, especially at the very beginning. We had a lot of podcasts planned. I don't remember how many, but we had already like put together a bunch mm-hmm. of them. It was going to be so epic. And then um, at the end of January, if you've been following our podcasts and Instagram stuff, you know I was supposed to do a book launch party for my first book that I've written called Torch. It was going to be such an amazing party. We were just so amped up for it. And literally seven days before that party is when we came down with we got COVID. And for me... You had it worse. I I ended up having it worse because I had what they call long-term or long-hauler COVID. And it really wasn't until September of this past year, this past September, October, that I finally started feeling back to normal. So it was a long haul, long hauler for sure. Just a lot of like nights where you just, I just couldn't breathe and what have you. But all that said, there are some things that came out of that night praying for my wife, uh, who never gets sick, by the way, Rosie is as healthy as they come. (laughs) And uh, for her just to be miserable and sick and just the Lord just speaking to me, some things I think are so important. And some of these are just no brainers, but they're above the fray things that I think that you and I Mm -hmm. can really grab onto. So here's some of them. I'm going to go through them. Rosie's going to jump in just if she has any thoughts on these things. So the first thing is this, is that, we cannot place unfair hyper-emotional fear on our children. That's not fair to them. Uh -uh. That's not fair. For us as adults to have so much crazy anxieties, uh, so many mental health issues that we are just throwing that on our children. Uh, We are using our children as our counselors, as our therapists, and our kids are dealing with their own stuff Mm -hmm. and they don't need to be dealing with our stuff. Another thing is uh, that I came up with is that, you know, a a pandemic or or these tragic events, like this, especially COVID is not fair for anyone to have to deal with, but it especially uh, affects the youngest and the oldest members of our society. And we look at our kids, we know they have lost chunks of their childhood that they're never going to get back. And we just know that. We just know that they're never going to get that back. So here, they're not going to get that back. It's not fair to them. And yet we're putting our own problems on them, Mm -hmm. our own fears, our own anxieties. Did you have a thought?
1: Well, no, I just thought about the fact that um, Joe Sue and Talia both graduated from high school. Mhm, you know, during the pandemic, and they didn't have the usual not that it's the most important thing, but they didn't have the usual um gatherings and things because everybody was so isolated, you know
0: yeah, it was and that was a
1: little bit weird and different,
0: yeah, in fact, our ta- daughter Talia it was in a special program at the college that we work at uh when she graduated high school and the college and her program actually did a covert uh, assembly and uh, they weren't supposed to be doing it, but they did it anyway. But that's the kind of thing though that, that happens. People are, are, are just so freaking out about this and it affects our kids mm-hmm. so much. Um, and, and so moving on
1: it, as, go ahead. I was just saying it just can build an anxiety in them and kids um, if they see us responding in a certain way, it definitely wears on them. And we're supposed to be their comfort and their peace and their stability. We're the ones, you know, if, if we can reflect a peace and a calm, not necessarily in our own selves, but in the, in the fact that God is in control and he is there, you know, he knew what was going to happen in 2020. And so therefore, if we can just trust that and show our kids how to, you know, take our our struggles and their concerns to God and not freak out. They'll be better off for it because, you know, if they, if this settles into their hearts and minds at a young age, it may not ever leave, you know.
0: Exactly. And so some other thoughts I have, and some of these are, again, these are 3.30 in the morning thoughts when um, I was praying and just seeking the Lord for my wife, uh, on my wife's behalf. So here's some of the other Other thoughts that I had. As Jesus is our rock in the storm, so we too must be the rock in the storms that our children are facing. Mom and Dad, your children already carrying up burdens. Don't saddle them with your burdens. If anything, burden your children with love, joy, and peace. Mm -hmm. Don't let fear Derail your life. Don't let it consume you, Mom and Dad. Don't let it rob you of the peace that Christ has promised you.
1: Yeah, I know. One of the things that we tried to do in the midst of all the crazy that was going on, is in our home, is we just tried to do as much normal as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't. You know freaking out. I mean, we even went on a couple of vacations. It was awkward sometimes because we mm-hmm. went in places where, you know, you really couldn't sit down and and enjoy. But, you know, we went on vacation still. Mm-hmm. At home, you know, when they couldn't go to school, we had theme, theme days and weeks where we would dress up and, you know... Um we had our places where we would go, like to grandma's house. That was our getaway since everything else was closed. But we just did our best to, you know, make it feel light and easy for them to, you know, make the weird situations the schooling via what did they have to do? They had to do Zoom school classes. Virtual, Virtual schools. Mm-hmm.
0: Make it seem not so. You know, we live in we live in the free state of Florida as we call it here, um, and so we didn't have nearly the effects and the lockdowns that some of y'all had had to deal with, and even are still dealing with around the country. Uh, we didn't have to have the vaccine passports and things like that, but it still was was something that that affected our children. You know, and uh, you know, one of my kids, uh, our son, his his teacher quit at the very beginning of it. And it just got to spiral downwards from there as far as the schooling was concerned. And so, yeah, how you and I deal with these things determines whether we're going to be part of the fray that's chewing us up and spitting us out, Mm -hmm. or as believers, as Christians, whether we're going to just put our trust in Christ where it belongs. So as parents, you and I, we're responsible for setting that Uh, the example for how to act during a crisis. Our children are watching us and looking for cues on how to act, think, and respond when things go south. So what are you modeling for them? Are you modeling things like anger, rage, fear, irritability, instability? Or are you modeling calmness, prayer, Mm -hmm. seeking the word, seeking God, In those times. Don't abandon the ship in a storm. In your family, take the helm and lead with courage and guts. Don't shy away from talking with your kids about how they're handling things like a pandemic or different events that are going on. Maybe it's a a death in the family. Maybe it's not making a school team. Maybe it's... Breaking up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or bad grades or whatever it might be, really take those topics on. Don't be afraid to tackle those topics with your with your kids. And if they're old enough and mature enough, and you guys know your kids, you know them better than than we do, of course. Have conversations about the precautions you and your family take or maybe you take when it comes to dealing with different issues and different situations, whether it's a pandemic or right now we're dealing with, you know, some food shortages here and there and skyrocketing grocery prices. Uh, Be open and honest and talking with them about how you were dealing with those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do that with our kids. We have some older kids and we have these conversations about grocery bills and inflation and the cost of gas and things like that. Not... Fearing those things, but this is how mom and dad are dealing with those things. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can let them know. And then also how you can contribute. How can I contribute to, you know, to the household? What are some things we can do as a family and not be fearful of these things that are going on right now? And then finding out how they're doing with these things. How are you handling mm-hmm. these situations? Uh, a couple other things we have um, that I came up with, again, 3.30 in the morning on January 20th, 2022. Spend time more time focusing on the positives in your life than focusing on the negatives or tragedies or, in this case, when I was writing this, the pandemic. Uh, there are people that have just been focused on it. It's kind of like uh, when a, a a bad event happens, people are glued to their TVs. Uh, 9-11, we were all like that glued to our TVs we couldn't get enough bad news and it just consumed us right we just couldn't get enough to the point where it just completely derailed our emotions as as human beings so begin to really focus on what is going on that is good in your life what God is blessing you with. Model for your kids a grateful attitude, helping them to recognize all the beauty around them. So some things you can do, and, and we're almost done. We're going to wrap this up here in just a few minutes. But things that you can do in or out of a tragic situation, uh, whatever it might be. And here's some things. Uh, create a Thanksgiving and praise wall or a board in your house and keep it updated and let your kids help. And that's really an awesome thing to do. Our nine-year-old son is always one of the first to bring up praises. And it's usually about his friends, his friends at school, almost every time. Um, And we don't really know these kids, but he, man, he just wants to share these praises with us. So come up with a Thanksgiving wall or a board that you can update, a whiteboard that you can update. Uh, another thing is to shake up your routine. You know, sometimes we get into a rut and and uh, during the pandemic, a lot of people were doing that. They weren't leaving their homes. They were just stuck inside doing the same thing. It was monotonous. It was just basically bringing them down in their in their spirits. It really was. So shake up your routine, especially if you're in a rut. Make one wheel, we- uh, <laughs> one wheel, <laughs> one meal a week, a surprise meal where where you make something fun or new uh, and festive. Randomly have a theme days like a beach day, a Wild West day, a pajama day where you dress up in the theme. You play games and crafts and cook themed meals. And some of us need to do that even without a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You're just going to work, coming home, throwing something on the table, and you're just kind of in that hamster wheel cycle of work and sleep and work and sleep and work and sleep. And maybe you're running around like crazy, chasing after the kids in your spare time, going from sporting event to sporting event, dance lessons and piano lessons and everything under the sun. And maybe you just need to stop and shake up your routine because you are in a rut. The fray has caught you and you're in this vicious spin cycle. Begin to do different things to shake it up. And another thing is this, uh, you know, celebrate everything. I think sometimes we we just get into the, again, that rut of just celebrating maybe a birthday. But get excited about, uh, you know, report cards and Citizens of the Month and celebrate every holiday. Y'all, Rosie works at a library and she's involved, she's in charge of the teen activities there at the library. And as a result, she knows of every silly thing uh, day there is on the calendar do that right there's now a Pl-
1: for, there's something every day
0: every day there is something I think there's about about 300 uh national coffee days which I'm not mad about I I, I love coffee there, there's national chopstick day did you know that oh yeah there's that's na- a good one mm. that's a good one so guess what you can do during that time yeah okay so celebrate everything. Just do that with your family, and that will help get you guys out of ruts you might be in. And here's probably the biggest thing I, uh, we could tell you to do. When you're when you're really stuck, you're in a rut, you feel like maybe situations around you have really sidetracked you. They bamboozled you, and they've uh, taken over your, your emotions and your feelings here it is. Memorize scripture having to do with the power of God. Memorize scripture, read scripture, have your family focus on scripture that has to do with the power of God. So we have a few scriptures we're going to read to you as we get ready to close, um, close out this podcast, all right? Our welcome back, our come back, podcast. So Rosie, First John 4, 4.
1: Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world.
0: Grab onto that, y'all. Mm-hmm. Grab onto that.
1: Matthew 7, 24 through 25. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a man wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock
0: it had been founded on the rock as believers sometimes we talk a good talk but when those storms come we better be firmly planted on that rock grabbing onto that rock and showing our kids that too, pointing our kids to that as well
1: Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For
0: my yoke is
1: easy and my burden is light.
0: And as we get ready to close out, maybe that's what you need to hear. Maybe that's the, what you need to just go back and pray through. Maybe you need to read this to your kids. Come to me, all you who are, who labor and are heavy laden. Jesus wants us to live freely and lightly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He doesn't want us to be living in fear and panicking. But he wants you and me to experience true, true freedom. That you and I can walk lightly and live lightly And just live in Christ Jesus, this life that he has called you and me to live. And as we live it, we model it for our kids. And then our kids catch hold of it and they model it for their kids and so on and so forth. We just keep passing that torch of faith and living freely and lightly. So hopefully this has encouraged you. Uh, We're glad to be back Uh, We don't have a schedule for when we're going to put these podcasts out uh, just because our schedule is really crazy right now, but we're going to try and do them every so often. So check it out. Uh, We have a brand new reboot of our Instagram account and our Facebook account. So we hope that you can jump on Instagram and follow us. If you don't, uh, some of our podcasts in the future are going to actually come. From some of the posts that we're doing, they just have some great content, and we want to go in and fill in the blanks of some of the slides that we're going to be talking about, the points we're going to be talking about on there. So hopefully, if you if you don't, you'll be following us on there on Instagram. It's Living Above the Fray, and on uh, Facebook, it's just Above the Fray. So we hope that you will check it out, follow it, share this with other people, and we hope to impact as many people as we can. So once again, thanks for listening. Rosie, you got anything else? Nope. That's all. All right. Thank you guys. God bless you.